confused because she gets irritated. Whatever irritates Kim, I like Too to do. funny, mama. <laughs> so can that happen? <laughs> Hey, y'all. Good afternoon. Welcome to Two Funny Mamas. Sans, one of the funny mamas, but we included one of our sidekicks. And this is the addition for Andre Laval, who is always yeah. on Two Funny Mamas because we did not thank him during our NAACP Image Award. And so, because he won't let us forget it, I said, well, let's do a special two funny mamas and we're going to include Andre Lavelle so that you know exactly who he is and why we keep making such a big deal about Andre. So we're excited for you to join us, Andre. Thank you for having me. I, I know nobody, everybody was busy. I know what the deal is, but I, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it. I appreciate it. I know it's all love. <laughs> well, I think, I think had I been with Kim when she, she had you written down in her speech, I didn't have to have a speech for if two funny mamas wins. Cause I never like to be disappointed. So I don't make speeches, which I'm going to change now. Cause <laughs> my speech was, was booty. And me and Kim didn't really, Kim actually did do a good speech, but I think in, you know, it just got in the melee of everything happening. Kim just forgot to thank you. Oh, and I had to go to the bathroom. So I couldn't even remember. Uh, personally, I think you should take it personal, Andre. But no, I don't take anything personal, man. We no, back. I think you should be deeply, deeply angry. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah, I'm co-hosting today. Because normally, you know, I'd, I'd be the last person they call on the list. But that guilt, I'm going to work that. Yeah, Sherry, uh, you should have said my name on the show. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, what we, you know, so now you, but you are going to St. Louis with Kim. Because it'll yeah. be in St. Louis, March 10th at the Grandel Theater. And uh, she, it's called Kim Whitley and Friends. And it's featuring B-flat, comedian B-flat. And you, Andre Laval, you got your air flight, your tickets to go to St. Louis? Uh, I just got a text this morning for my info. So I guess I'll actually be there. I was going to be okay. there. I, wasn't I was going to get there. <laughs> You're going to be there in St. Louis. Kim Whitley's going to be in St. Louis. Uh, B flat's gonna be in St. Louis and local St. Louis comics are gonna be in St. Louis, yeah. And and we're gonna do uh Magic Mike. I, I should get there early okay. so we can get together, Chris. If that is something that the women would we're like to see, then I know you will oblige and do uh Magic Mike. That's Kim Whitley in St. Louis, Missouri, March 10th. You guys can go to Metro Ticks. Dot com. We made a video, Kim and I, because right now she's in New York, uh, and we kept saying MetroLink. Kim was like, MetroLink, go to MetroLink.com. And I said, I don't think it's MetroLink. If it's MetroLink, I said, I think it's with a Z, MetroLinks.com. We had the wrong website. I said, Chris, no. You can tell. You can take the MetroLink to the comedy show. The MetroLink is our tram system here. So it's MetroTix, M-E-T-R-O-T-I-X.com to get your tickets to Kim Whitley and Friends, March 10th in St. Louis at the Grandel Theater. You can pick your seats. Uh, I think Kim is going to have some kind of meet and greet. Uh, but if Andre does a magic mic, that probably is all you will need. Um, 
practicing my moves. I got some moves. It's I, and yeah. I, I have a feeling that you are because Kim likes that. I think B flat will like it, and I think your audience will like it. So y'all get Metro ticks. Kim cannot make it because. She is in New York with Tisha Campbell and Yvette Nicole Brown, and they're doing all of this press for their new show, their new comedy, Act Your Age, which will be premiering on Bounce TV this Saturday. I think that's March 4th. Yeah. Uh, yep. This Saturday, right. March 4th. And they're killing it, man. And before, before we go any further, I just want to congratulate you for all the success. I'm so proud. I watched the show when you came out with the two statues and I got a little misty, I was gonna record it. And I'm like, no, I don't want nobody to see me punking out. But I was like, damn, because when you're there from the beginning and you see it manifest, I mean, you've been a big inspiration, man. So everything that I'm doing now is because you, Kim, David Arnold, I've seen how it's manifested if you apply and move forward. So no more lip service, I'm making it happen. And also, so people know, that there it is right there. That, that's the baby. Thank you very much, it came. Oh, that was your birthday gift from Kim and I, your computer. Yes, I laugh, I'm happy, man. I, you, ain't no stopping us now, we on the move, baby. Yes. <laughs> we promised you that computer three years ago, didn't we? <laughs> but I was patient. Patience pays off. So it's all but good. see, now you don't have a three-year-old computer. You got a brand new computer. <laughs> so it's not, but you know, which is interesting, when you talk about David Arnold, uh, rest, in, rest in peace, David Arnold. We love you so much. But That Girl Lele was nominated. Um, I think the actress on That Girl Lele, I don't remember her name, she was nominated and she was there. And That Girl Lele, Julie Arnold made a post that David a. Arnold's show that he created for Nickelodeon is one of the top 10 most watched children's programs on wow. Nickelodeon. Oh, no, That's on awesome. Netflix, excuse me. It's on, airing on Netflix now, on Netflix, which was so wonderful to see. And Julie A. Arnold is a producer on That Girl Lele. So Will and Packer, also, who is, yes, Dave, Will Packer, who is also an uh, executive producer, you know, he said he was always going to take care of David A. Arnold's wife. Julie is now a producer on the show. Her daughter is, uh, her daughter, I think is Anna Grace, is also an actress on the show. So it was really cool to be at the NAACP Image Awards and see that girl, Lele, as one of the nominees because that was David A. Arnold's creation. He conceived it, he wrote the pilot, he was the showrunner. He wrote a lot of the episodes. He was going to direct. And so you're absolutely right. When you got, when you're focused on a dream and you just keep pushing and you have that dream very clear and concise in your head, oh my gosh. So don't tell him yeah. what you can do. So David you and Kim have a production company. Yeah. David also won an award, uh, the Humor, Humor Mill Comedy Awards. He won... Uh, an award for on there as well. So it was, and Julie came out and accepted, and it was really nice to see her. So yeah, oh, much love. Yeah, I I love that for David A. Arnold because so many of us knew David. I hate that the new generation of comics really won't get you know who David is, you know, 
that's but he has definitely left a legacy and i'm sad because it would have been nice to see what was coming you know kevin hart and lena waith were working on a sitcom specifically for david about his family and and yeah. he was working on that before he passed so because he always wanted to be in front of the camera he loved creating and writing but as we all who are comics we love being in front of the camera because we're also actors yeah is this your movie and playing behind you oh yeah that's uh that's shield and 10 just a little let you all see a little something something uh, i'm actually in the process of recutting some of it because uh i think i'm gonna throw it in a couple uh film festivals so yeah get it out there yeah that's what so. it is that's exactly oh that's exciting i'm excited uh shield and shield and 10 is about uh, a couple who are retired spies and then they got to go back one more job takes them back into the business and andre is so damn funny because in the movie he just tired <laughs> it's just i'm old just man tired. i don't want to do this stuff no more but the, it, it is a lot of fun i'm actually looking forward i'm trying i'm looking for a showrunner we have a couple things that's a possibility um i was initially thinking of feature but i'm rewriting it and we're going to try and get it as a TV series. So let's see what happens. Oh, cool. Very, very cool. This yeah. is exciting. And Kim is part of your 16th Productions 16th. company. Yes, we have we have a few things on What's the burner. 16th Productions. 16th, that's what I said. Yeah, the number six, T-E-E-N Productions. T-H Productions, yeah, 16th. 16th Productions. So yeah. Kim is it's also it's covert because it's covert. what month six what's the sixth month it's june, six month is june. yeah it had to be covert I June to say juneteenth yeah but uh i said 16th i didn't want to scare nobody you know so that i like that i like the subtle underpinnings i do <laughs> like that well that's good so him is a part of this so y'all be making more movies and i wish she yeah. was here but she is um, and actually, we're, this is not going to be long because I got to get ready. She had the premiere of Act Your Age in L.A. And, and it was of awesome. people yes, Did you it, like it the was, show? Oh, it's hysterical. Very funny. People, make sure you watch Saturday. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. It's, it's a good show. It's really good. Everybody's saying that. Yeah, yeah. They're saying so. it's very well written. So she's having a premiere in New York. So Tisha Campbell's out here in New York. Yvette Nicole Brown is out here. Kim Whitley's out here. They're having a premiere in New York at six o'clock. So I'm all the way uptown. I got to get downtown. And they were on The View today. Did you get to see them on The View? Yeah, yeah. They're killing it, man. I'm proud. Y'all doing your thing, man. I, I'm so proud. I'm. <laughs> okay, I'll let you. It's, it's my okay. Sister, my sister's doing it. Well, it's so cool because this is like a this is like a Golden Girls with a little chocolatey flavor, and um, it's on Bounce TV this Saturday night, and it was very cool because she's doing the Today Show tomorrow, and she's supposed to do the Breakfast Club, but they had to they had to reschedule. So Are I think, they coming uh, back? Huh? Are they going to come to your show this trip? No. Oh. Kim was already on the show. Um, she was on the show last week. And right. we promoted Bounce TV. So normally, if you're already on a show, you don't go. You don't go back for a while. 
So Kim wouldn't uh, be coming back until, gosh, May, uh, right before we end for our hiatus. And um, Tisha Campbell will be on Friday, though. Tisha Campbell will oh. be on Friday. You know what I Which, like about? I get to pick your brain. And I learn all this behind the scenes stuff that I didn't know about. I'm like, oh, that's why you can't say that on TV. I didn't know that. You know, you give me all all the information. So I'm learning. This is cool. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a Black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, for advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. for me i'm loving it oh look at them oh my goodness great shot that's yvette that's a Whoopi goldberg sarah haynes yvette nicole brown that's tisha campbell and that's kim whitley and sunny hostin so is this the first time kim's been on the view this is the very first time kim has been on the view what the everybody hell? else has been on kim has never been on the view before how did that happen? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I thought Kim had been on there. Oh, she looks so good. Look at Kim. Got her name all on her chain. She looks great. That's kind of kinky with the neck chain. I'll have to talk she got to her the about neck that. choker. She's got new hair. I love that hair. She's got like subtle, subtle lip color. Kim looks good. Did you say new hair? Like it's a baseball cap, you just change it. <laughs> Shoot, we know how it go, new hair. That's a new one, somebody designed. And she looks great. And I went to see her in her hotel today. She got a big old, big old, big old suite. And uh, I sat with her and I told Kim I was hungry. You know what she had for me to eat? A half a banana. I was about to say a fruit plate or some fruit or something. She's sticking to I it. Mean, she, she, I know you couldn't eat the banana because of the sugar, but. I ate half of it because I was hungry. Oh, wow. 
I ate half that banana. I sure did. Um, did you work out this morning? I worked out this morning. I got up at four forty-five in the morning, and I worked out. I hurt my back though. I think I, when I was doing the deadlifts, I didn't have the right form, and I was running my mouth at the same time. So now my back is hurting. But um, yeah, yeah, I worked out for I worked out for an hour, and I'm going again on Friday and then Saturday, or four times a week. You know what my trainer told me? Hmm. She said, Sherry. I can see the definition as you're working out, you're doing your laps. You took, I see the definition, but you're supposed to be as much as you've been working out for as long as you've been working out, you're supposed to see it when you're not pulling. I don't see it. She says, so your eating is not matching your working out. Oh, that part. That's what and we, everybody knows this. The nutrition is 80%. The working out is not that serious. You got to eat right. That's the only thing that saves me because I'd probably be bigger if I ate. You know, eat right. Yeah, that's yeah. the hard thing. And, and, and the thing about it is I get hungry, starving late at night, eating late at night, I, you know, and so I got to switch gears and switch up. She said, yeah, so you got to switch up your eating. So I think I'm probably going to do some meal prep. Yeah, that's the meal prep is so important. I cook on Sundays. And I have all my dishes. I eat the same thing for breakfast, so it's no it's, that's no, no brainer. Um, and drink lots of water, water, water. If you're hungry, just start drinking water. Fill that belly up. You be yeah. Right. So I got it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I haven't had any water today because I've been doing interviews all day, and I haven't had any water, so I have to drink my water. My mouth is so dry. This is horrible. But um, you are absolutely right. The the kitchen, your nutrition is eighty percent of it. The working out is twenty percent. So I got to switch that so that you, put, so you can program you on. Cause he's a teenager. He should, he should learn how to eat now so that when he gets older, he won't have those. Cause we, we learn from our parents. how to eat. That's why we eat so I food. feel terrible. Um, you know what Jeffrey food. does? We's a door dashing family. So I'm trying to get him back. I'm trying to back. I'm trying to get him to eat and healthy. Cause I always, you know me, I don't cook. I order DoorDash, <laughs> and that's what Jeffrey does. So when he's hungry, he's like, "Can you order me ch Chipotle? Can you order me? We'll eat three times a day DoorDash." I don't cook, so I got to get him on to simple little stuff. I used to cook with him. I had him in that kitchen. He know how to. He know how to do. He can make an omelet. He makes eggs. He, he, he know, know I don't like eggs. He and, I, and we got a big kitchen. I just don't, I don't use it. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I, I'm tired. When I come home, I'm tired. I don't feel like cooking nothing. I, I watch your little, I watch it. Look, I'm like Kim, I watch your little videos. You cooking food. <laughs> and and you know, I'm going to use, I'm going to say little because I don't respect it. Cause I like, I'm not doing none of that. It looked great, <laughs> but I'm not doing any of it. I'll, I'll make you something when I come. Hook my boy All up. Right. And yeah. I probably How's, still order Shake Shack. <laughs> How's his basketball coming? He's still doing basketball? No, his coach is on vacation. So he's he's in his room a lot playing video games. So we got to, I'm trying to, I got him a library card. So I'm going to try and take him to the library and see if we can do 10 minutes of reading. Sherry in denial. So, he's in his room alone watching, playing video games. Yeah, well, really. whatever he's doing, I can't talk about it. He, my son playing. is with the kibosh on me. There's a joystick, all right. It. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can't confirm nor deny. My son walked in the room and he said, I'm not a story. I don't like you talking about me. I don't want you. Literally, he said, I cannot I love him. anything about him. And this is the time he's doing all the funniest stuff. I cried. I was like, do you understand? You are my livelihood. You are how I make my money. When I talk about you. If you want some more video, you better let me huh? talk, boy. If you want some more video games, you better let her talk. <laughs> make that money. Nope. Jeffrey, everything, when we'll do something, he's like, and don't talk about it on the show. I'm not a story. That's what he says. Because someone of his teachers said, your mom talks about you all the time. She makes anything a story. <laughs> and I really want to go to her and go, bitch. Yep. <laughs> I talked to him. He has to understand how he can play all that. Not a, I wish I had somebody talk about me on television. You know how much I play I'd get? It's not, no, it's not, it's because now he's going through the thing of people just want to talk about me when they, when uh, they talk to him. He's like, oh, I'm a person. I don't want to talk about my mom. Cause they're always like, like, they're like, can you call your mom right now? And he was doing it at first, but he's tired of it. And me right. too. But here I go talking about him. Well, I'm sorry. That's, that's my dog. So I just, I just thought I'd bring him up, see how he's doing. I'm glad he's yeah. doing well. He's doing good. Garcelle Bouvet was on the show and her sons are the same age as Jeffrey. And she's like, oh, he, this one's got a girlfriend. And he's, I was like, me. And she you was like, and then this son does this. He don't want it. I was like, mine. <laughs> and then this one, I caught him doing it. Me, me. Can't say nothing. But he has to understand that you're just a proud parent. You're proud of him. You see the progress. I mean, to go from living in LA to living in New York and he's riding the train and he's new people. It's, it's a new adventure. He you, understands that, but what he don't like is people coming up to him going, Jeffrey, your mother said you was in the room for four hours in the oh, shower. Okay. That's what he don't like. He Make don't like Jeffrey, you, he don't like that. And he's 17, you know, 17 years old. The hormones are sensitive, but if uh, you know, actually, it's affecting mama's money. <laughs> well, what you got to do? You got to got to embellish and say, "Oh, Jeffrey been working out. He got his arms feel so firm. He's getting muscles." And he'd be like, "Yeah." And then the girl say, "Your mama said you got muscles." He'd be like, "Yeah, I got muscles. Feel it." You got to embellish and make it so he feel good about him. So you don't want to say he's been masturbating in the shower for three hours. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, have Lavelle, video, <laughs> I got video of him. Are they dating now? I got video of uh, him working out with me. I'm like, Jeffrey, can I? Oops, sorry, that's me. My TV, my phone. I said, can I just post the video? Because we're working out together, mother and son. He got so mad that I had the video camera surreptitiously set up to record him. And I go, do you understand how many how many comments I would get with you like doing sit-ups and me doing sit and us doing dead weight lifting together. Oh, this is a missed opportunity. Won't let me yeah. post it. Oh man. I was just like, this is all money in the bank, boy. Does he like the kickboxing? Like the boxing? I got him boxing on the video. He's really good. Cause you started with Jeffrey. He's really good. He sees that camera. It's Shut World down. War III. Nope, nope, nope. So no, and then nope, nope on the dating. Can't talk about that. Can't talk about Jeffrey. Who am I? Nobody. 
I'm gonna talk to him. You gotta understand. If it's an no. opportunity to money, I'm like, dude, you can get endorsement deals. You could probably be in a video game. You know, people, and then he'll get excited. Yeah, and they're not the box in the game. Yeah, man, you gotta, you know. You know what Oprah Winfrey told me? She hmm. said, Sherry, you have to start saying no. That's not how she sounds. Keep... Well, no, that's not how she sounds. She said, Come on, come on. <laughs> Sherry, you have to stop saying no. Because what Jeffrey will not understand is when you say to him, I did all of this for you. No child wants to hear that. And I said, man, because that's what I've been saying for the last 17 years. I do all this for you. <laughs> you see all this? I do this for you. She said, nope, don't be saying that. She said, you have to say no, because if you don't say no, they will keep telling you. Keep giving you things to do. You will always be doing things. And your child falls by the wayside. And you have to look him in his eyes. And then it will be too late. You know how scary that is when Oprah tell you that mess? So he said, do not talk about me. And I try not to. Except for the times when I fail. Like right now. <laughs> I take the blame. I take the blame. I brought it up. I'm sorry, Andre, can you think of a time when you were growing up that you like, cause we're hearing this and we're like, oh man, come on, Jeffrey, let her, let her do your thing. Can you think of a time when you were growing up that, uh, that maybe you were a little too pushbacky on your mom? All the time. I understand it, but yeah, cause I, I used to draw and paint and I sang in the choir and did, and mothers, they just want to brag on the kid. You know, if you do something good, moms want to talk about it. Absolutely. About it, so I get it. I get it. Totally get it. But there was no, there was no opportunity for uh, financial, you know, compensation. So that's what. You, <laughs> like, man, you make some TikToks. Get out there, pimp your mama, boy. Get that money. <laughs> I got so many TikTok dances I know, and I go, Jeffrey, I can't do it by myself. You think I don't know that bump, 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 jump, boom style? I got it all. I know how to do them all. I'm just by myself <laughs> doing the dance. Look at Does he know how much costs? Does he know how much what? Those video games cost. That's no, that's cause... a trade for a video game. You better TikTok for this video. <laughs> Andre, you're, what you're saying is Sherry hasn't uh, presented the uh, correlation between the two hard enough. So if she if he denies her a, a cool TikTok dance, she comes home and she goes, it's just Pong tonight, buddy. We're going to take this. <laughs> it's, we're taking this new game away. I got to I got to get a TikTok out of you if you want a new game. I don't know. Exactly. Who has, I don't know who has teenage boys. It's a whole new world. Teenage boys. You want DoorDash or leftovers? You better tick and talk, boy. <laughs> My man. On this TikTok, let's do this cooking segment. It's gonna get us ten thousand new followers. I said, cuff it. I said, cuff it. Tell you, we gonna do that. Do you see stars? Bring your knee up, okay? It's a boom, boom, boom. Shoot, nope. <laughs> Just me. No life having Sherry. That's why I'm going to Kim's premiere so I can have a story to talk about tomorrow at the on my show. At the premiere tonight of Act Your Age, which is premiering on Bounce TV on March 4th, uh, starring Kim Whitley, Tisha Campbell, and Yvette Nicole Brown. And then go to Kim's Audible.com and you can listen to Kim's 
Audible sitcom, KYM, voted uh, one of the top 10 best podcasts of 2022 by Variety Magazine. And you can also see Kim Whitley doing stand-up. The first date is this, is it Friday in say Detroit? It's Do tomorrow. Like, it's tomorrow in Detroit, and he, she's with Lunell. So you're going to get Lunell and Kim both. Lunell and I believe, and shout out to MM, who is part of Lunell's staff. And it says, just MM says, just got to Detroit. So, yes. So she's doing the MGM Grand Casino. And the, the, the place that she's doing is the Soundbox um, Studio. It's Lunell with, uh, featuring Kim Whitley. So if you're in Detroit, go grab tickets. And then March 10th, Kim Whitley is in St. Louis hmm. at the Grandel Theater. It's Kim Whitley and Friends with B-flat, Andre Lavelle, who's with me right now. Chris is going to be participating and other local comics. Huh? Yeah, Larry, Larry Green and Rafe Williams, both uh, both very talented. So what were you saying, Larry Andre? Larry Green and Rafe Williams. Hey, can you see the packs? Can you see the packs moving? Uh, to your um, left a little more. I see some, if your peck is near your neck, is that your peck or is that a tumor? What is that moving? It's not a tumor. I've been doing a hundred pushups a day. I'm trying to get ready. I'm just my... moving right here. Like this little circle thing. Oh, yeah, right there. Something, yeah. Not that, it's not that. It's just this part right here. You make it seem like I'm doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, it's just some, it's, it's, this little piece right here is moving. Yeah, that's the right peck. Yeah. I thought this whole thing was a peg. It's, it's this part. It's just a little yes. thing right here. Oh. Andre's going to be telling you, slow it. down. I can see it. <laughs> to the I left. See it. To the left. So that is what's going to be part of the Kim Whitley and Friends experience. Uh, Andre on the microphone going, y'all can't see it. Y'all can't see it. <laughs> you don't put your boy on the show like that when he be jiggling his titties. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Dude wear a hat with the beard. He be making his chest jump all the time. You gonna say that to him. Oh, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Marco G. <laughs> yeah, nah, I move my... yeah, there we go. Bam, bam. But when you okay. moving, it stop looking like you holding your breath. Relax your face. <laughs> Just relax. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Andre, here. Why are you doing it like you hurt? <laughs> just relax your face, Andre. So when you do it, it just, yeah, you There's a better smile. view. Yeah, okay, now do it. Okay, but smile, Andre, when you're doing it. <laughs> okay, you got to work on your, your natural resting face. <laughs> That's that smile that I have when I'm holding my stomach in, when I'm trying to take pictures <laughs> like this. It is the worst. And then my shoulders go up like this. Come trying to hold my stomach in. And I'm like this. <laughs> it don't even look good. You got you to gotta just be relaxed. This I, I have by uh, the 10th. I have it together by the 10th. You have it together by the 10th. So, Mar so Ken Willie's going to be March 10th. Go get your tickets if you know anybody in the St. Louis area. They fly out. Let me tell you something. A, uh, a young woman with a very popular TV show uh, talked about this, this show yesterday on her show. I'm talking about you, Sherry. 
And also there's a lot of hard work going on here. There's a lot of marketing behind the scenes. Something happened yesterday and a big burst of tickets happened. And I have a sneaking suspicion that this young lady might've had something to do with it. Here, watch this. I got a quick moment. I got to shamelessly plug my, one of my best friends, Kim Whitley from my Two Funny Mamas podcast. Kim's comedy show. She's going to be in St. Louis at the Grandel Theater in St. Louis, March 10th. Y'all go. Her special guest is going to be the very funny, our friend B-Flat. And as we know, Kim Whitley is hilarious, so get your tickets immediately. And the night... How nice is that? Great work, Sherry. That's why I have a talk show. <laughs> I think it might be a little guilt that you had to bail. It is. It's part guilt because I was supposed to be there, and I had to bail at the last minute. Cause I really want it. Cause I know it's going to be a, so much fun. Oh my gosh. It is. I can't, I can't do it, but I want this show to sell out and it I want will. him to have a great time and everybody's going to have a good time. So, but that's the, that the, Wait, that's what, the do you think we'll have a real good feel good time. It's going to be a real good feel good time. I'm going to pump it up one more time before look at that theater. It's so beautiful in St. Louis dress warmly. And that's the seating. You can pick your own seats. If you go to Metro tits, dot com t-i-x metro dot com for kim whitley and friend did i give the wrong link no i just love it because uh do we want to see the promo video you all made that you sent me sure we we made a promo video. andre you ready for this look at your girls here they look pretty let's see i, I haven't seen this this is a minute 34 you want me to just let it play through yep andre you ready let's go Oh my gosh, hey St. Louis! What's up St. Louis, it's Kim Whitley and... Sherry Shepard, Two Funny right. Mamas. So guess who is coming to the Grandel Theater in St. Louis? Me, Kim Whitley. Her. And friends. The her. I'm not the friend. What? You're not, no, Sherry will not be there. Because I'm gonna make her mad right before the day I'm supposed to be. Yeah. She's not gonna let me come. So it's her. Yeah, I'm gonna be there and I'm bringing B-flat and See the arrow? Hill and we're gonna- Click the link below. <laughs> Click the link below. The Grand Dale Theater, March 10th. That's right, March 10th. March 10th. That's right, get your tickets. For Kim Whitley and friends, Featuring MetroLink.com. MetroLink.com. No, MetroLink. No, it's MetroTix. You have people on the train. Y'all know where to get the tickets. Y'all know where to get the tickets. Go to Two Funny Mamas. We got it on there. But it's featuring B-Flat and Andre Lavelle. And some St. Louis comedians. And some St. Louis comedians. And it's going to be like amazing. Kim Whitley and Friends, March 10th at the Grandel Theater. Get your tickets because they are going fast. Are you gonna do a, you gonna do a meet and greet or anything? You don't know. Yeah, I think we're gonna do something for you some go, VIP people. They're gonna do something for some VIP people. Yeah. So go get your tickets. The Grand Dell Theater, March 10th. Be there or? Be square. That's such a The people say. that was there, okay, so I should've no said, more. okay, bye y'all. I can't deal with her. <laughs> that was our video. <laughs> the, the theater is in, it's, the address is the Grandel Square. So you could have said, be there at the Grandel Square, just oh. for future rhyming knowledge. But when we, so when we do another video, we'll know to say, be there at Grandel Square. Kim looked beautiful, didn't she look gorgeous? You both look amazing. Yeah, she but was she had her little dimples, she had her dimples. My stomach still got butterflies. You're doing it. Huh? 
that you all are growing younger. I don't know how you're doing it. Oh, wait a minute. Let me tell you this. I had to go read to uh, some inner city kids today at, at the public library because they they really want kids to you know come to the library, get their minds open. And so Chef Melba of Melba's of Harlem asked if I read to the kids. And I love reading to kids. I, I play a voice queen fast line in Blaze and the Monster Machine on Nickelodeon. I got nominated for an Emmy for a voice over that I do on that cartoon. And I, I just do voiceovers and cartoons. And so I said yes, because and it was eight and nine year old kids. And I was reading a book where I had all of these voices and things and I had the kids going and it was just a lot of fun. And so after I finished, they're screaming and the lady says to them, you know, we're going to do a Q&A. And I'm going with a bunch of eight year olds like what they they don't even first of all, they don't even know who I am. Uh, so we did it. And the first thing the little boy goes, he goes, uh, do you have an EGOT? And I said, no, that's my friend Whoopi Goldberg. And the whole time I'm going, they think I'm Octavia Spencer. And by the way, <laughs> they think I am, but it's okay. And then they're like, they're like, what's the first book you, you wrote? And I said, my first book was on the New York Times bestseller. I could see them glazing over. They don't care. And then somebody goes, how old are you? And I said, fine, thank you. So all the adults laughed. And I'm like, these kids is asking me how old I am. And I guess I must have said somewhere earlier, 55, because this little boy screams out, she's 55. And I said, and then here's the thing. When you tell a bunch of eight and nine-year-olds that you're 55, this is what they you're do. <laughs> and they don't leave. And that face doesn't leave. No matter what I say, they're just like, and I said to one little boy, I was trying to joke, and I said, well, you can close your eyes a little bit, sweetheart. And he didn't close them at all. He didn't even blink. And I, I just was like, oh, my gosh. They, they And I remember when I was little, you thought 50 was old. And so uh, the, then um, I don't remember what the other ones they asked me. They were so funny. So they had the kids line up in front of me to take pictures. And these kids were still staring at me like, like, Look, yes, because we look just alike. Octavia and Sherry look just alike. And the little boy looks at me. <laughs> yeah, we look like sisters. Absolutely. Look like sisters. The little boy looks at me and I said, hi, sweetheart. How are you? And he goes, how do you look so young? <laughs> and I was very happy because at least he thought I looked young. Like he couldn't believe that I was this age. But when I tell you, it ain't nothing to make your self-esteem go into the ground than a bunch of eight, nine-year-olds. And it don't help that I'm all grayed out, so I can't even Oh, they'd have really got on you. They'd have really uh. got on you. <laughs> I'm telling you. But the, it was so fun reading to the kids. So when you say, y'all still, y'all looking good. Y'all still got, I will always remember that boy going, just looking at me like, what? You you can't do a, a cartoon and be Zendaya's boss? Oh my gosh. You're ancient. Ancient, they looked at me. That's the only time I've ever felt pretty ancient. They will never forget that. That was they will go home and have nightmares about that. They must not have seen you at the NAACP Image Awards. They did not see me at the NAACP. They'd have a different kind of dream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that. 
Oh my bottles god, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> bottles. I, that that just was a travesty. The bra strap broke. And what you know, once the dam break I don't believe her under the, the levees broke. Oh no. And it was over. I'm falling out of my dress. Oh no. That's pretty much what it was. The levees, which are the straps, mm. broke. Led Zeppelin has a song about that. They got some new uh, on Two Funny Mamas, that's for sure. <laughs> it sure does. Houston, we had a problem. We got all these frat guys following us now after you guys went to that, <laughs> went to the new... award ceremony. What happened? Oh, my God. Sherry Shepard show, whole new fan base. Whole new crowd. It just was crazy. And then you put us next to Nisi. It just was crazy. Oh, my God. Man. Whew. It was yeah. great. And then there's another there's another picture. Dulce sent it to me. Dulce Sloan is a comic who writes for the Trevor Noah show. What's it called? The Daily Show? Daily Show. She writes for the Daily Show. I think every black woman in there either had a big booty or boobs. Just everybody had huge. Let me show you this picture. I don't even know if you're going to be able to see it. That's Dulce. <laughs> Look at Dulce. I just boobs. I said it looked like battle of the daggone boobs, and she said, "May the best boob win." <laughs> really, uh, really happy. Mendo, but I think I started sweating when I saw that there. <laughs> Craziness, but we did win our second NAACP Image Award, so I guess yeah. we can say, I guess we can say we are two-time uh, Image Award winners. Or I, I, Kim look mad as heck. <laughs> you left her by herself. Abo, you did have some speed when you ran out on that stage. That was hysterical. <laughs> oh, they showed me. They showed me on my show, Sherry. I didn't realize I ran off this, off the side of the stage as fast as I did. That's because like Kim was upset because I left her. Huh? That's some speed. It looked like they sped the camera up. You move so fast. You have some. No, speed. it was me running. As soon as they said we won, I sprinted out to be with Kim. But um, the reason why we left Kim at the table by herself is because our uh, announced uh, category for outstanding right. talk, they read it and we won, and we pretty much had the whole table. So um, we had to run up there, but we won, and she gave a great speech, and it was nice. And so. We're two-time NAACP Image Award winners. And I guess I could say I'm a three-time winner because I'm one for Sherry. So that's cool. So now we're submitting all of my stuff for the Emmys. What? I would like an Emmy. We're submitting all of the, the tape pieces for the Emmys. All right. All right. We get recognized for the for the Emmy. So then I would like with the Emmys. I'd be a two-time Emmy winner. Yes, because I wanted Emmy for co-hosting The View. And if I could, I, I literally, I'm submitting for uh, best talk show and best talk show host. So I'm submitting for two categories. And I'm well, hoping to win in both categories. I'm sure so. you get some. You kicking ass. Keep it going. Just keep it going. But I just wanted to plug Kim again because I have to go get ready for her premiere. So she had a lot of people at the premiere in LA. Now she's having a big premiere 
in New York, which is Act Your Age on Bounce TV. If you want to find out where Bounce is playing, go to bouncetv.com and it can tell you what, you know, where it's playing on your cable uh, system. Tisha. You, have, you can talk into the thing, it'll go to it too. Like if you have, uh, you know, those capabilities and just say- Oh yeah, bounce. my TV doesn't have that. Does yours have that? Yeah. I gotta, it's I gotta- I keep hearing people talk about how difficult it is to find. It's, it's fairly easy to find. If you go to bouncetv.com, then you can find it. Because it's, it's really great. I've been hearing the really wonderful things about it. But she's having a premiere tonight, and they have good food. So I want to make sure I get down there in time to get the food. <laughs> and that's a great thing. I'm really excited. Because I'm going to be eating while we're watching it. And that's then... Not- uh, or shows and they stuff. food at the other they food at the LA premiere uh they had something up at the the after party yeah they had some and they had some snacks and nibblies and stuff yeah but it wasn't like a bread did you see the, did you see my show with with Michael B Jordan and Tessa Hall Tessa Thompson yeah. and Jonathan Majors how was it i never i haven't seen it yeah. yeah it was good you always do a good job you didn't ask just, the question Ask, but it was good. What you want to ask? I'm not asking that. <laughs> do you do you know what the lyrics are to my song? Do you know what the lyrics are to my our theme song? Good time, We're gonna have a good. feel good time. Feel good time. It'll be so legendary. Every day with Sherry. <laughs> I thought it was scary. Questions and the gotcha questions. It wasn't a gotcha question. I'm like, just, you know. No, I'm not asking. That's not, that's none of my business. Pictures, that's all. A uh, couple comments. I'll save you here, Andre. JC Berry, PR Jade says it was great. Uh, LA Coro's excited to be jumping in on the live. Uh, loved watching Kim on The View today. She looked amazing. It was very funny. That's from Simone. Shout out to Simone. We agree. Kim looked great. She looked it. fantastic on The View. Like she's, this is what I love about Kim. This is a level up uh, look right here. Kim usually, Kim has gone through a plethora of looks. Remember when she used to wear platinum blonde? That's all Kim used to wear. She would wear these platinum white blonde wigs and I'd be like, girl, where are you going? And you know, and then she had some designer who would make her clothes and she'd have bat wings, bell bottoms, Bling, I think it was window. Bling out, plaid, stars and stripes, friggin' bat wings on her shoes, gold shoes, with a platinum blonde wig. You be like, where are you going? And this was for years. Remember Kim wearing them crazy outfits? She had a cape that was glitter cape. This girl looked like she was about to fly. Then she just, like, she's gone through this evolution and she started wearing, she was wearing her locks all the time. She was wearing the locks all the time. You got, <laughs> sorry to, but you both gone through an evolution, though, and that's evolving in your career as well. The evolution is it's the stages. Yeah. But I got I'm the funny story. Huh? Two things. I'm <laughs> oh, Andre, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Chris. <laughs> Two things. We're going to get to a question. Desi wants to know where Jonathan and Michael B. Jordan is nice in person as they seem to be, Sherry. 
can I tell you, uh, when they came out, because I do my show live, you know, a lot of the other shows are taped, uh, you know, with a single talk show host, they're taped. So my show is live. And um, when they walked out, the crowd lost their, lost it. And Michael B. Jordan, he's from Newark, New Jersey. And Newark game, you know, you, you, it, Newark be rough and tumble. And um, he came out and he was like, wow, this audience is so live. The energy, you can feel it. And New York audiences are not like LA. LA audiences, they know, you know, when you start taping, they're quiet, they listen, they let, not New York, not New York. I will come out there and I'll be like, hey, family. And the people be standing up like, hey, hey. And then they'll be, I love, and you know, it, they'll be screaming stuff at me. And it's like being at a comedy club, really. And um, they'll stand up in the middle and say stuff. And I'll, I'll have to go, wait a minute, what'd you say? And, and address it because they, it's such great energy. So when Michael B. Jordan got out there, he loved it. Jonathan Majors loved it. And Michael B. Jordan said during the commercial break, he said, whenever I got to do something, I'm coming to sit on your couch, which there was a big, because to get That's the cast of Creed, um, it's hard to get as a, as a new show to get the big guests because they all, when they come to New York, they do the big shows, The View, The Today Show, Good Morning America, live with Kelly and Ryan. Those are the four big ones. So we got to, you know, and they're on a press tour. They don't feel like doing all these shows. So their publicists will book them on those shows. So it's very hard to get these kind of guests. So the fact that Michael B. Jordan, they didn't do a lot, but they chose my show to come to. It, I, and I kept telling Jonathan and them, it meant so much to me. And Jonathan said he wanted to come back. You know, Jonathan Majors carries a mug a coffee mug wherever he goes. I don't, that's this thing he does. And so we gave him two mugs and he was so touched. We gave him a mug that had him, his ebony cover with the roses between his legs. So when you turn it one way, it's it's him with clothes on and the other way, he ain't got no clothes on, he got them roses. And he was so touched. And then um, I gave him a sherry mug and he was like, thank you so much. And, um, and he said his mama watches the show all the time, which anytime your mother watches the show, that's just shoo-in for me. So they all, and Tessa Thompson uh, said she wanted to come back because I saw one of her movies, Sylvie's, Sylvie's Love, I think it was, with her and Carrie Washington's husband. It's a really beautiful love story. So I told her you know I wanted to talk to her. Huh? You know why he carries the mug, right? Did he tell you about the mug? No, I didn't, I didn't get to ask him why. Was the brown or the tan mug? He's yes. He's got two of them. Mom gave him the mug, and she said something about um, filling it, filling your cup, overflowing something to that. It was it was real philosophical. Oh, and that's see, why and that's why I would want to have him on by himself to really delve. When you have four people and you have ten minutes, you really can only ask each person two, maybe three questions because you don't have very much time. So a lot of people will say, Sherry, why you didn't ask this? When they made this joke, why didn't you go there? Or Sherry, when they complimented you, why didn't you? Because I know literally I have six minutes with one guest. I have six to seven minutes. And so when they want to talk about me, we can talk about me anytime. Let's move on. When they want to keep going on the story. And I know you, they come, people don't come to their show out of the kindness of their heart. They come to promote. So it's called the, um, what is that called? It's called we got. It's called the get to, 
We have to get to why they're here. But if we get to it right at the beginning, you really don't want to see the rest of the interview. So we do it last. And when six minutes is ticking down and they put up paper and it says two minutes, and I know we got three more questions, I got to rush it on. Because if we don't get to that the get to question, we're going to be in trouble because the publicist is going to be very, very angry because that's why they made the stop. And so um, sometimes I have to rush people and I will go past the joke that I could have made. I don't like to make it about me. I like them to talk. So with three guests and then we have Mila, who is deaf, you know, that was time because we have to sit. She has to look at her interpreter and then she talks. So we didn't have. So I would have loved. Breathe. You're not on the show right now. Breathe. Oh, I know. <laughs> and that's another reason why I talk fast. People say, why you talk so fast? Um, first of all, I'm used to being on The View, and I have to. Everybody was talking so much on The View. I had to learn how to get in like Double Dutch. I had to learn to get in, say what I had to say, and I can jump out. If I started talking too long, somebody, I was going to get interrupted. So I, that's one of the things I have to work on is slowing down. But my natural, and being on stage, I came up in the black comedy clubs. And when you start talking like, you know, so I was over here and this is what I did. Somebody was going to be like, boo, boo, and we're going to heckle you. <laughs> so talk fast to get to your punchline. So my natural cadence, and then I'm excited. So my natural cadence is, everybody tells me to slow down all the time. And in, in our hot topics, I only have 15 minutes for hot topics. That's at the, that's at the top of the show. I literally will have 12 stories, but if I have, if something happened in the, in, uh, in line or there's somebody in the audience that piqued my attention, uh, because I come out before the show even starts, I come out like it's a comedy club and I talk to the audience to make them laugh. If I remember something, if I know I got to, you know, shout out Kim's show, all of that is seconds and it ticks down quite fast. So I might have, eight stories to talk about and only do two because I get to talking and ranting. And I know that I've got to get to, Jane Kennedy wants to write a memoir, but nobody will give her a book deal. That's been on the, 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 um, that's been on the plate four days in a row and I've never gotten to it. And it's getting old. The story is getting old and I gotta do it. So I'm looking at time cues. You know, I start out with 15, we got, we got eight minutes, we got six minutes. We got, and I'm going, I got to get to all of this stuff. I got Kim's shout out was at the end. I've been wanting to do that for three days. And I said, we got to do it today. And, and I go, I'm not going to get to Kim's shout out if I don't move this along. So a lot of times I talk fast. Well, I appreciate how all that works. I, I now understand. And I appreciate even more the fact that you gave Chris and I a shout out the day before yesterday. So that I want to thank you for that. Yeah, I threw that in because um, it wasn't, no, no, it was on the prompter because I, I told them to put it in there, but it was like we were running out of time. And the one thing that we you cannot do on a live commercial is go overtime because I'll be talking like this and it goes straight to commercial. You you have to stay within those. That's a great thing about doing a live show. That's so exciting. Um, but time goes by very quick. It doesn't look like it when you're watching it. It looks like y'all having a great conversation and you just talking or when you're sitting on the couch, that time is ticking. And I'm like, Garcelle Bouvet is on there. We got to get to, we got to get to, she wants to talk about her sons. We got to get to her talking about the movie that she's on, which is why she came. And and we now we didn't got to talking about this damn roller skating party at my house, two, at Kim's house, 
too long. I got to move it. I got to move it. I got to move it. So um, I wish I could have asked Jonathan about his mug, but I had, everybody had two questions and I had to make sure I was so Tessa Thompson got her time and then Michael B. Jordan and oh my God, I forgot to ask about boxing. We ain't talked about the daggone movie. It's boxing. <laughs> and the yeah, fact that this like is the first time. Huh? I like to know their training regimen and, and the nutrition plan because they got chiseled. They look great in that film. That, I, that was a question. We didn't have time to get to it because, oh, you know, wow. they were having such a good time. They threw stuff in and it was, we just, didn't have enough time with them. So it's always that way when a bunch of people come. So individually, I could get more in. I would, you know, Michael B. Jordan had a, he had his own spread with Calvin Klein. He's a new Calvin Klein's dude. I didn't even get to ask him about that. You know, so. Um, I think I saw just, one of the people. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. kind of throwing uh, Marky Mark. He got the jeans hanging down. Yeah. Yes, he does. And didn't even get to talk about that. So I, I did not know that about Jonathan's mother. I didn't get to thank him. He sent me 24 roses. Didn't get to say that. I knew there was one joke I wanted to get in that I thought was funny. He told the producers that his mother watches me and she saw me talking in tongues. And she told Jonathan to tell me he needed an interpreter. I needed an interpreter. <laughs> and so when we were talking, Jonathan didn't say it. And I'm like, oh, I got a punchline to this joke. Jonathan not saying it. And then he finally said, my mother said you need an interpreter. And my punchline was like, you don't need no interpreter to know what I'm saying in tongues. Kilt. I was like, just let me get this joke out. Let me get this one. And, and Michael B. Jordan freaking was on the floor loving it. <laughs> But we got a big, oh my God, we got another big star coming up. I can't do it. <laughs> Take a breath. See now, because, because Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors and Tessa Thompson came, that opens the door for more guests to say, oh, it's legit. Sherry Show is legit. We can actually go on the show. Because typically publicists will not let their big clients go on a first year show uh, right away because they don't know if the show gonna get canceled. So they won't let mm -hmm. their big, big clients come on. So like, well, there's big people I'm gonna huh? if, if All the more reason they should do it, they cancel. You saying they should do it because what? If, if they think a show is gonna get canceled, it's a new show, they got new people watching it, they should try and do it to keep it from getting canceled. That's like back you know, that, That's not their concern. They don't want the stink of a failure on them. Yeah, and they don't want the stink of, you know, because it lowers your brand. If you're going on a show, you're going on a bunch of shows trying to save them, and the shows get canceled, that lowers your brand. Then the big shows would be like, well, why are we booking them if they're going on all these shows? You get blamed, you get blamed for inaccuracy or inadequacies that have nothing to do with you whatsoever. Absolutely. And they'll be like, oh, wasn't he on that dumpster That's fire of a show? But that's why when you book people for your podcast or whatever, the first question when people book me is I go, how many view, how many followers do they or subscribers do they have to their podcast? If you got a podcast and you only got a hundred <clears throat> subscribers, it's a bit harder to book me because first of all, I'm really busy. But no, the reach is not going to be big. Only a hundred people are going to hear me. So if you're booking, if I'm booking Michael B. Jordan, you better darn well have a big uh, following or a lot of ratings so he can be seen because he's trying to get this message out there about his movie. Yes, it helps me. 
it's, it, it helps me, but it better help him, which it did because my show is the number one new talk show and it, and it has been renewed for two seasons, which let the publicists say. In itself, so why wouldn't they want to do it? It's like, that, that's counter. Well, they also want to see, I think Andre, you just got to prove yourself. They're not just going to go on Mm-mm. any show because everybody wants them to be on their show. So they got to, they can't go on every talk show. Well, you only get, you only get so many bullets to fire. Sorry, Sherry, go ahead. Yeah, and you don't want to be on the talk show that is silly or they don't know how to interview or or you don't also, you don't want to go on the talk show where you don't know what they're going to ask you. They don't know me well enough yet to know that I won't all of a sudden go, so Michael B. Jordan, uh, I heard, like, do you, uh, right now the scandal is- Like Andre wanted you to do. Yeah, which is what Andre wanted me to do. Why you didn't ask about they? Because there are certain questions they don't want to answer. And well, they're there to sell. They're, they're there to sell. They're there to sell movie tickets. One, number one. So, I have a question. I have a question. Free, free range. They don't free range. The- yes, but here's the thing. If you have a talk show host, thank you. If you have a talk show host that doesn't care about that, and you come and sit down, Andre, and you don't want to talk about the fact that you're bald. And you have gotten the questions. And then all of a sudden I go, yeah, uh, we're about to go to commercial break before that. But I heard you have scoliosis in your hand. It's very embarrassing. I don't don't know what scoliosis does to your head. That's a spinal thing or something. Before we get- You have a spinal injury in your head. No, 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 Andre. She said scoliosis. Oh, (laughs) scoliosis. Before we get too far away from the topic. embarrassing. Uh, the great Flame Monroe is in the live chat. And before I forget this, Flame Monroe said, I wish I was a thorn on one of those roses that Jonathan had on his. Oh, he would love that flame. I've been trying for 20 minutes to tell you, Flame, I had to get it in. I, I, I about fell over when I read it in the comments. I was like, oh, that's actually Flame in the comments. Shout out to Flame Monroe. Flame Monroe, y'all. If y'all have never seen Flame Monroe on stage, I would suggest you run trip and fall and crawl to the club. Good job to get comedy tickets. Flame. Flame killed it at the comedy awards. As I, she sent me pictures and I oh. completely expected, you expect nothing, nothing less than uh, Flame Monroe. Flame Monroe, we gotta have Flame Monroe co-host. I think uh, Flame did it with Kim maybe or somebody. Flame co-hosted, yes. Flame oh, took the position of the awards girl who bring out the the awards. She, she said she spot. changed it a couple times. <laughs> you don't know how to do this right. Give me that award. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> Flame is the consummate professional because she used to do all of the doggone. You know Flame from Chicago. And Flame, uh, see, Flame is like, if, if you never seen Flame Monroe, Flame looks like a black Marilyn Monroe. She got the hips. She got the boobs. She got the flat stomach. But let me tell you. Every time I pull up an Instagram, Flame has some some half inappropriate photo popping up in my feed. I'm like, Flame! I'm sure Flame does. But if you mess with Flame, you forget all that Marilyn Monroe stuff. That's when that man come out. Flame will whoop your ass. She don't play. And I don't even think you can call... I don't even think you can... I think if you heckling Flame and, like, Flame got to fight you, it ain't she gonna whoop your ass. He gonna whoop your ass. That's what That's what the he, she, we... Cause flames say he she we. Flames he she we. He make the money, 
She's, I'm not even gonna mess up Flame's joke. Y'all got to go see Flame Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> I love Flame. Flame will sells out. I, Damon Williams and I, we opened for Flame Monroe at Caroline's Comedy. And when I tell you, she sold out all those shows. And I, it was a joy to open for Flame because her crowd is so fly and just, it the energy was amazing. So you I can see it on, on um, um, Tiffany Haddish, uh, She Ready, is that, that's what it is? Uh, she Ready. She's one of the comics, Flame Monroe's one of the comics on Tiffany Haddish's She Ready. And that was actually the episode, The um, it got nominated for an Emmy. Really? Yeah. And so uh, Flame is now in negotiations to do her own special. She funny. Oh my gosh. But I love that joke with Jonathan Majors, but they were on there and you know, so anyway, you don't, they don't know what the first year show, Andre, if that host is going to ask something that they don't want to like Michael B. Jordan, there was a girl on the red carpet who was interviewing. She's uh, on some radio show, L'Oreal. I don't know this girl. They went to high school. I don't school. want to get no more trouble for talking about people, but I don't, I'm not familiar with L'Oreal. That's what I'm going to say. And apparently L'Oreal had called, they went to the same high school and she called Michael B. Jordan corny. So when she was on that red car, you never know who you going to see when you, when they going up and you, you know, so anyway, she was like, hey, yeah, we went back. We was in AP science in the high school. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you called me corny. She was like, ha, ha. Call you corny. He was like, Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> and now, when I tell you the backlash this Miss L'Oreal got, people was giving her, I don't know why people feel like they got to give death threats. Like, I, I just don't get it. When you say something that people don't like and you tell them you're going to come to their house and kill them, and all of it is unnecessary. But she got major backlash where she had to come and say, This is how we used to talk to each other. We would joke. I don't get that. Not the way Michael B. Jordan looked. It looked like you was bullying him. And him being, you know, and you went through this, Andre, because you are a person, you're shy, quiet, into your drawings. Did you get bullied in, in school? No, because I could fight, but I fought a lot because I didn't take it. But bullies serve a purpose. Them bullying him, calling him corny, might be what pushed them to excel. Bullies serve a I'm purpose. I'm sure it did. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you because I got bullied in high school. People, girls wanted to fight me. I'd be like, here I go. They step on the back of my heel. They would tell, you know, when they would say to you in Chicago, after school, I'm gonna beat your butt. You come out of school and all of a sudden the whole school is there waiting for a fight. Friday was- I had to fight a lot too. And I don't like fighting, but I got picked on a lot. And that did, that made me be funny because I figured if I can make you laugh, then you're not going to hit me. You're not going to step on it. You're not going to make, knock my books out my hand. You're not going to pull my, you know, when you're walking and pull your hair. So yes, it does. It does uh, make you who you are or you be going to prison because you're fighting. So I'm sure it did. But what Michael B. Jordan did was he did confront her, but she didn't acknowledge it. No, she kept saying we would joke back and, you know, we would joke back and forth. We would just make, no, you were bullying him and you didn't acknowledge for, that's what I got from it that, you know, just going, I'm, I'm sorry I did it. Or, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done it, but I, I congratulate you now. However, right. but this is the reason why, another reason why your first year talk show, people don't necessarily want to come on because you don't know what I'm going to say. 
like Michael B. Jordan might know of me, maybe, if he's seen one of my things, probably not. He may know, oh, she's funny, but he don't know what I'm going to say on an interview. And, it, you know, you have no control over that. And people, like, they get nervous about that, you know? Women you don't can have be that, very funny. Hmm? You don't have that reputation, though. That's like like Jimmy Kimmel and those. You, you're, you're fun. So people... But if you're a publicist, you don't know that. People know Jennifer Hudson because Jennifer Hudson is an international superstar. Because Jennifer Hudson, because she's won an Oscar, you're automatically international. You know, people all across the world know you. But isn't people that know the, me in Hackensack? People know me in Van Nuys. If you've seen The View, you know me. So I'm not, so they don't know that I don't have that reputation. But Jennifer Hudson, like, you know her, you, she's bigger than me. So you know Jennifer. You don't necessarily know she. Isn't that their people's job to know that stuff? I mean, if you're the publicist, you don't research show that you're going to be on? No, no, not the little shows, Andre. The big shows you do. They, I bet you they all know the personalities of uh, Kelly and Ryan. They know all the personalities of the women at The View. They know that they're political. They re But they don't research little ones because they, they don't let the clients come on our show. So I use a lot of my favors for people to come. John Lithgow came on because I personally texted and said, John, I need you. Kristen Chenoweth came on because I said, Kristen, I need you. You know, I asked Kiki Palmer. I called Kiki because, we, you know, we were having a hard time getting guests when we first started. And I said, Kiki, because she's played my daughter twice. I need you. But Kiki was about to, here's the thing with Kiki. She was about to do Saturday Night Live and reveal she was pregnant. So she definitely couldn't come on my show because I probably would have been like, girl, what's wrong? She, she don't, and she might have. You didn't want to reveal it. You're under contract. You got a People Magazine exclusive coming out. You got to reveal it. So <laughs> Kiki was like, I got a doctor's appointment. And I was like, what's wrong with you? A doctor's appointment. And she's like, I got to go to the doctor. And I go, what is you going to? You freaking 23 years. What do you want to the doctor for, Kiki? I can't. I just got to go to the doctor, Sherry. I can't come. And I was like, but Kiki, I need you. Like, I, I don't call you and ask for nothing but I need you. But she kept saying, I got to go to the doctor. Once I saw Saturday Night Live, I was like, well, that's why Kiki couldn't come on because she's going to, when she walks out, she's going to look pregnant. So um, I called in all my favorites. John Murray called in all his favorites. That's why Candy Burris came because it was a favor to me. That's why Winnie Harlow came. That was a favor we called in. So um, your first year shows, you don't get those big names because they're waiting to see. Now people know that Michael, that the Creed cast came on. Now they're going, people are taking notice of me now. You know, you Daily Beast did an article and they said, Sherry Shepard is the new feel good queen of talk show. It's those kind of things that help me. And people are saying, oh, well, Michael B. Jordan is coming on there. Okay, she must be, now they're doing research on me. Now they're looking at, at, at different shows that I do. Now they're calling my booker going, can you send us a sizzle reel? of all of the people that have been on and they see how I act, that I'm very respectful. Cause I'm not trying to, look, I am I am a celebrity. I am a, a actress. I don't like going on shows and, and getting, you know, somebody asked me something I've asked them not to ask me. So I don't want to do it to anybody else. And that's but just what it is. You're very physical, do more physical stuff. When Michael comes, have him put on, take his shirt off and box with you or something. But they don't like to do that, Andre. A lot of, because they don't know me like that. It's, I'm not Ellen yet. 
Ellen, they started doing it with Ellen once she got bigger. Then people was like, oh, yeah, I want to play a game with you. I, I don't know. You know, some people will do it. T.D. Jakes did it with me. I did a TikTok. He was game to do it. There's some people I go, can I do a TikTok? And they're like, uh, no, because they don't want to look silly. You don't know. You don't know what that sketch is going to look like. You, it's not edited. You don't have any control over it. You don't want to look silly with somebody that you don't know. Let my show be on the air. God willing, they renewed me for two years. Let my show be on the air three years. Everybody's going to want to do a game with me. They, they're they're going to be so game to come out and box. But Michael B. Jordan, like, this is his first creed that he's directed. So this is really important to him. He can't, he can't afford to be looking silly because I didn't did something, you know, or a camera angle got him wrong, weird, you know, because that's the thing that they'll play everywhere. Instead like of the his first book. episode, we had a big hand. They went, yeah, but I'm a comic, so it's not a big deal. Comics will play games with me. Uh, the big star that we had that's coming up that I can't say their name, uh, he's huge. We asked to do a TikTok. That answer was, mm-mm, mm-mm. And I, and I expect that with a lot of the guests. They, they, they don't, that's a little bit nervous. So, you know, it'll come. It'll come. But this big one is coming can now. I, can I guess? Can I take a guess? Nope, nope, nope. You sure cannot. Nope, don't, mm-mm. Cause I will get in trouble if 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 you say it and then people go that would be a person that would come on Sherry's show. Yup, that would be a yup. Cause she's been doing cuffing lately. Yup, Beyonce. That, and now if it's Beyonce, I'm gonna be in trouble. And I could say all day, all night. I did not tell Andre to say that. He said it. And then what they're gonna say to me is we told you to get off, not stop doing this podcast. Cause I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> can't win for losing. I can't Luke win for losing. <laughs> I can't win for losing. Literally, when I tell you they would rather me not do the podcast because I got diarrhea of the mouth. And somehow, mm-hmm. and so I can say, I know Beyonce was going to, I didn't say Andre guessed it. Then I'm in trouble with Beyonce, dated contractually, now she's not coming. Then I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to look like Kim looks right there. <laughs> so, sure. no, you can't guess it. And y'all who are watching us, don't try to guess it. Just sit back, relax. It'll be on next week. Because John Murray is probably texting me now, going to get off. You've been on too long. He always says when you're on too long, that's when you get in trouble. Plus, I got an audition. I got like two auditions over here. And, uh, you know, I didn't even get to shave. And just hit me up. But I'm always here for you. You know, I got you back. I love you. But I got to get these auditions so I can. I know, and I got to go to Kim's premiere. So I'm going to just say this one last time. Andre Lavelle, B Flat. Uh, I forgot the two comics in St. Louis. Please forgive me. <laughs> Here, you want me, to, you want me to just get it done? We got Kim Whitley and friends. You got B Flat featuring Andre Lavelle featuring our friends Larry Green. And we've got Larry Green. And you've got Rafe Williams jumping on as well. Rafe, also very funny. And you know you're ready to see Andre. Andre's going to steal the show that night. I'm so excited for him. Going to be a blast. Absolutely. Metrotix.com for tickets. No pressure. No No what? No what? Nope. You're going to be amazing. March 10th. That's Andre. Go to Metrotix with an X. Metrotix.com to get your tickets before they sell out because this is an event that is going to sell out. And, um, Go support Kim. She always gets nervous when I'm not with her, but Andre's there and Chris is yeah. there. 
It's going to be a, okay. amazing. And I wish I could be, I'm going to be in LA. So, uh, but I'll be there in spirit. So go grab the tickets, you guys. And, um, Thank you so much. Thank you, Andre, for filling in for Kim Whitley. Thank you, Chris Denman, for practically turning around in traffic and coming back and doing the podcast with us. Oh, so they call you at the last minute too, Chris? Call? <laughs> Are you kidding? There's like it's 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 become. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just part of the deal. <laughs> like literally, it was Chris. I'm too tired. Kim, we had a schedule for today. Then I was like, Kim got this premiere. We can't do it. Chris was like, Well, can you do it? I was like, Well, Kim ain't gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. And Chris was like, Oh, you know, we really want to talk about Kim doing the show. And I was like, Damn it, let me call Caroline Ray to see if Caroline Ray could do it. And meanwhile, I, I, Chris is sitting there for like ten hours. I didn't went to sleep. I wake up. Caroline is like, Yes, I can do it, but I can only I can do it. But I forgot to get back to Caroline. So I was like then Caroline said I could do it at this time and I was like Chris Caroline we gonna do it then I was like you know what I'm tired I gotta go to Kim's hotel we gotta talk I I'm not gonna do it so nobody gonna do it Chris so it's off don't he, he said are you sure don't worry about it. we're not gonna do it and he was like you want to do a live we can't do a live because Kim's got to do her show tomorrow and I'm tired no we're not gonna do no live so he was like well maybe I can get some no I don't know who you gonna get so no ain't nobody gonna do it so then I'm driving after Kim I was like you know what Chris I think I'm gonna do it yeah let me call Caroline and see if she can do it so Caroline's gonna do it yeah Caroline gonna do it she said she could do it till four so I text Caroline Caroline's like no I told you we do it at four now I got something to do I can't do it no more so I'm like damn it now I ain't got nobody to do it now I gotta text Chris Chris gonna be mags and turn back around to go to the daggone studio to set this daggone podcast up and I'm like damn it who am I gonna call because Caroline can't do it you sure you can't do it Caroline I can't do it can we do it no I can't do it because I gotta go to the premiere and I was like damn it and God said call Andre or maybe that was Oprah that said that but the voice said call <laughs> Andre I text Andre and Andre probably was sitting in the bathtub looking at his toes and he sent me back the thumbs up and I said, Chris, we're on. And he goes, well, where's Caroline? I was like, no, Caroline. Don't have time to explain it, but put Andre on. No, oh, Andre, That's I text. That was great. That was beautiful, Sherry. Go ahead, Andre. I, I, I knew it had to be an emergency. That's why I gave a thumbs up. Because for Sherry to say, you want to do the podcast? I'm like, uh oh, what didn't happen? I knew I wasn't the first choice. I, was, I wasn't even in the choice. I was the last. <laughs> I was because wasn't nobody else available. I finally get to call. No, we're not looking I, at it like that. We're looking <laughs> at it like we didn't thank you at the NAACP Image Awards. So this is your opportunity oh, to shine. Thank you. thank you so much. I appreciate it. I didn't shave. I got stubble on my head. I got on a dirty t-shirt. But we made it work out. It worked out. Thank you so much. Look, for I look like I'm in a, a Russian prison. So we made it work. <laughs> and Chris, Chris looks like he's coming up from the depths of the sexy demonic hell. I listen. I I think it's funny because I think people are like, oh yeah, he does the thing. I've had I've been in meetings since seven thirty this morning, along with making up proposals and stuff for this music festival, these other projects that we're working on, working on all these other. I just got a I just got a marketing deal for uh, this other thing. I got Kim's uh, event included in like a hundred and twenty thousand person digital email. I'm working on this other. When Kim's here, she's doing a private event too. So it's like, there's a lot going on. So you know what? I'm still happy to be here. And I'm glad Andre got to uh, to hang out. And I'm glad that his DMs, according to this live chat, are about to be really full on Instagram. Can we give Andre's uh, Instagram? 
you could DM him from there, nude right. or fully clothed. How, how, what was that? One more time, Sherry? Can we give Andre's Instagram? No, no, no. This the second part. Nude or fully clothed. I know y'all be seeing the pictures. We already know me and Kim know because we know Andre like the back of our heads. <laughs> you don't be wanting to tell, but we can tell from his face when he got a nude. The, the back uh, of your head? Oh, what did I say? <laughs> the back of your head. What if I... <laughs> we know, that, that's the same. I know you like I know the back of my head. Ooh, that's... Oh, the back of my head. Oh, I, I've known the back of a few women's heads, but, it, you know, I don't... No, because you know what I tell Jeffrey? I got eyes in the back of this wig, so I'm always used to saying that. Um, I, was... I got eyes in the back of this wig. I see everything you do. That he was... said, he goes, wigs have eyes, and I was like, they sure do, right back here. I, I will say, that was one of the first things... Uh, I asked the crowd in LA. I was like, all right, raise your hand if you've been at Andre's DMs. <laughs> what did they say? What did they say at our show? Well, it was whenever you and Kim forced Andre and I to open up the show when we didn't know we were supposed to. And then I think we got three standing ovations and I don't think it got any louder that night. Like there was the loudest for the first eight minutes, oh the God. Laugh Factory had never seen or heard such That's thunderous right. applause and laughter and the rest of the show was okay when kim and i kissed that was a pretty big yeah, moment yeah. but um i we don't even mind the, the the one caveat the restriction that we have given to andre and to you chris is any woman that is sending you pictures in the dm you are not to go on dates with any of our subscribers oh they have to unsubscribe to get the get the andre d no none of that none of that you send them all the pictures you want but you, we have told Andre, do not mess with our subscribers or our followers. You do not poop where you work, or do you not eat where you poop? I don't know what it is, but we don't want to mess with. Any, we don't want to have any bad will, any toxicity, because Andre then started talking on the side to one of our followers, and she get mad. Then while we doing the live, she bitter, she mad at Andre, she saying stuff. Then other women jumping on board. Like we just said, don't don't do that. Don't get you, you get your rocks off somewhere else, but not with our followers. So Andre, I we hate to block like that. No, we don't. We didn't built this up. I'll be darned if Andre, when he got in his pants, pull it all down and we lose everything because he can't keep keep his little desires. Hey, built see it what up. you started, Chris. I haven't uh, said a word. Listen, you all instigated this and made me into. <laughs> Yeah, you little, you little, you. I want a COVID freak. I want yeah. COVID cuddles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just need some pandemic. Uh, uh, I'm not even gonna say that word. <laughs> I'm just a passionate artist. I'm just a passionate artist. I need pandemic passion. I'll remind. No, sir, not with our followers. <laughs> not with our followers. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. We didn't work hard to build this brand up, and in one, and in one, unbuttoning your pants picture, you have just made everything fall. We need worked hard. I have a really funny, I have a really funny story to tell when Kim's on sometime. Oh my gosh. It'll be good. Write it down so you can tell it. But Andre, no, you're not going to, you're not going to tear down what we have built, this house that we have built, He's sneaking gonna... in followers through the pack. Tearing down Do that it. ass. No, no, no. Ain't no ass. Ah. No, you get your rocks out. And when you go to St. Louis, Mind your business. You go to St. Louis, you get on that stage with that magic mic, 
looky, no touchy. You take your butt right back to the hotel. Kim got booked for you. Whatever the hotel, she got booked for you. And you stay there and you watch TV until you get on that plane the next morning. None of that mess. My mustard pants are not getting undone, huh? No, none of that mess. No, sir. We don't we don't prick where we eat. Let's get matching mustard pants, Chris. Let's do it. <laughs> we absolutely should. I don't care what what kind of pants y'all got as long as you keep them on. <laughs> so wait, so Andre, this might be a good time to recognize that you're an independent contractor. I mean, you can, you know, if Sherry wants to provide benefits, she can block this. Now, when you come under the Too Funny Mama banner, he's not coming out there as no independent contractor. He coming out there as Too Funny Mamas, presents Kim Whitley and Friends, presents Andre the Pres- <laughs> And you know what presents means? That means you are a present that is not to be open. <laughs> I said it. Kim with Too Funny Mamas presents Kim Whitley and Friends, presents B Flat. And presents Andre LaBelle. Chef Juan, <laughs> Chef Juan says, hell, y'all auctioned him off. <laughs> when we chose to do it. Okay. There's only going to be one Kim there. So she's not going to be watching Andre like you need, you need to watch Andre. You got to keep your eye on this ninja right here. He got all the little, little erotic paintings behind him on the floor. The little, erotic, little erotic paintings. And ask his mama when we interview her. When he was back there in his room drawing, do you ever see what he was drawing? Yeah, he was he was <laughs> drawing he was drawing video games, Sherry. <laughs> exactly. So we got to keep an eye on Andre. So Andre's gonna make you laugh, and that's it. Sorry, ladies. You thought she was gonna get some, you know, some St. Louis some, stuff some going silver, on. Some silver what fox. St. Louis stays in St. Louis, and I'm telling y'all, if something happened to St. Louis, Andre ain't getting back on your in L.A. Huh? <laughs> So what happens in St. Louis, don't keep Andre in St. Louis. Now, what about Rafe? I don't know Rafe. He's he's performing Rafe on the show. Business too. Rafe, all of them. Larry? That's why I'm sending out an email to everybody. I'm going to send out an email to everybody. Especially him. He's grabbing his crotch right there. I can see it. <laughs> his whole mouth is like, ha ha! Uh-uh. Mm-mm. We them boys. <laughs> you know, she says all this. March 10th. She says the- all this. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You get to say that when you win it. When okay. you win it. We okay. ain't under nobody's umbrella. Right. <laughs> Just because Kim took a swing at Method Man's uncle, she, she struck out, so that doesn't count. Well, y'all knew Kim coming in. You knew what Kim was all about coming in. <laughs> yeah, Kim the one you need to worry about. I'm good. Oh, yeah, my Kim gosh. So you spend all your time worrying about Kim. March 10th. At the Grandel Theater, Metro Six with an X, X dot com. And you will end up on a train if you go to Metro. If you go to Metro, uh, Metro Link, Metro Link, Metro Link will take X. you to a place you don't want to go. You don't want to go to Metro Tix with an X dot com at the Grandel Theater. It's featuring B Flat, featuring Andre Lavelle, and St. Louis Finest. Comics. All right, and do you need to go to your event? Premiere. You, you can read like five comments and then we got to go. Oh, strap in. <laughs> By the way, shout out to B flat. She announced this yesterday, but she's doing a, a really cool, uh, just like what you're doing, Andre. She's doing a, a reading for someone for an audition. So shout out to B flat. Oh. Everybody send her your love. Uh, here we go. Um, Sean, I can't find this. Oh, MM says one of the friends at the Los Angeles show was Irina's friend, thicker than frozen peanut butter. (laughs) 
See, you could have. Uh, Sassy81 says, Andre, don't kiss and tell. Okay. Uh, let's see. Andre, know who his loyalty is to. Bird seven, yeah, that computer. Bird seven 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 says that hillside does look like a buttock behind Andre. Uh, <laughs> Den Jax wants us to keep it going with the Chris and Andre show. Uh, Den Jax says Chris and Andre show and tell. My mistake, I missed that. I'm the same Louis. Seabreeze forty says this house was built on a foundation of love. All caps. <laughs> uh, Freaky Deaky Chris from Empower You Wellness. Uh, Makila's mm -hmm. laughing. Uh, Launer is saying that her and I can no longer have any fun. I guess that was in the that was in the books. Uh, I'm I'm flattered. Sherry just I put that down. Uh, there's a bunch of comments. Thank you, everybody. Argelis Armani Armani said this is supposed to end 30 minutes ago. Uh, I know. Stop. There was one, um, there was one text I had wanted to read. Uh, it was really good from somebody who, uh, it says, uh, this one was from, and I got to read it. It was really cool. Rita Rose Petal said, I've never voted on these shows, but I knew I had to find a way to cast my vote for you and Kim. You may never see this comment, but you truly are the only people that have made me laugh while crying deep mm. down inside. I make sure I am up just to watch your show. Your sweet spirits come through and touches my heart. I'm happy I casted my vote because it makes me feel like I won also. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. Awesome. Day two funny mama's subscriber. So to see the evolution and blessings God has graced both Sherry and Kim with made me cry. Tears of joy for them. This is from Carpe Diem. You two ladies got me through what most referred to as the pandemic. But being a black woman in 2020 and witnessing all of the violence against our people was the worst for me. You both allowed me to relax, breathe, and laugh. So much love, prayers, and blessings to you and the team. Oh, and that's why you're not going to take your pants off, Andre. You see that? But me. Much love. She don't no pandemic puddling around. This is a woman whose heart is... These people's hearts are involved with our show. There's a lot of tenderness, and you not go mess it up. <laughs> they don't even know. Natalie says, so we got to unfollow TFM to holla at Andre. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Darletha says, and oh. we're going to be mad if we lose the follower because you're trying to follow Andre on the slick. This is vulnerability here. You got hearts involved, tenderness. Oh, gosh, this and you're so not going to come and sully the beauty, the foundation of what we have worked so hard to build. You should have been sleeping with them early on when we first started. Now we got <laughs> your, <laughs> your your window to send scantily clad nude photos has closed, closed, according to Sherry. Closed. Now we got we got much at stake. Okay. You, you keep the mustard pants up, y'all planning on wearing. You do your magic <laughs> mic, let the ladies throw money, and you go on home. Go right back to the hotel. Or do some onion rings and a cheeseburger. Toasted raviolis in St. Louis, but you know. Toasted raviolis, there you go. Oh my goodness. Uh, Sherry Shepard can be found at Sherry E. Shepard on Instagram. Make sure you go follow her. Watch the Sherry show. She's got some huge, huge stars coming up. She can't tell you who. Check it out. And then Andre at the Andre Lavelle. Check out 16th Productions. That's with a sixth. 
because you can't let the man know what's really happening. And be sure <laughs> to follow Andre right up to the Grandel Theater with Kim, B-flat, and friends. It's March 10th. I know people say this all the time, and everybody's like, oh, it's going to sell out. It's going to sell out. We just had a million people see this yesterday. We got all kinds of marketing going on from Midcoast Media. Kim's going to do a bunch of press when she's here. Andre's letting the people know B-flat's from here and has a whole crew that's coming out to see her. It's going to sell out. So if you're thinking about coming, get tickets. It's uh, It'll be a good time. So anything else, Sherry? Oh, act your no, age. Kim Shout out to Kim. Started, starts in three minutes and I'm not even dressed. And I'm uh, 40 minutes away. So I gotta oh. go. She gonna kill me if I'm not there. Oh my right. gosh. Thank you much. I appreciate everyone. God I'm bless shot. everybody. I haven't been home in a while, so this show is going to be amazing. I'm sure a lot of people are going to drive up from Chi-Town. And I got family in St. Louis as well. So thank you all. Appreciate it. We're going to get it in. I think Niecy's family's coming. Niecy Nash, because she's from St. Louis. Her people from St. Louis. She's got Niecy's got people coming? Yeah. That's great. That's fantastic. Well, in the meantime. Tickets from my show. I got to pay for those. I got to go get get the daggone tickets. In the meantime, send all of your filthy pictures to at the Andre Lavelle on Instagram. Thanks everybody. Yeah, backdate them pictures because if I find out somebody gonna be in trouble. Backdate <laughs> backdate the pictures. Please don't let me find out you getting them doggone the nudes and the partially closed right now. We just shut that down. We are legitimate. We are a two time NAACP image award winning podcast. <laughs> Nastiness going on. We're not gonna give me two. Let me tell you something, because they're gonna be like, you had to have known Andre was in the back doing butt dealing. No, we didn't. We didn't know he was dealing butts. <laughs> but you are dealings. not gonna mess us up. Go get dressed, lady. Huh? Go get dressed. Go to the show. Love you. Yeah, I gotta get dressed. I gotta go get cute. <laughs> two funny mamas. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, 
For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.